0: This is the Back Porch Education podcast. Today, Steve and I honor teachers. Enjoy the show. Get your education. Education. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon, Steve. I've got a short poem. We've probably heard it before, but I don't even care if we have. It's, uh, I'm like Martin Luther. People, (laughs) not in a lot of ways, (laughs) (laughs) but in this This way. Keep you away
1: from the inkwell. (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, So he said uh, people, somebody asked him, hey, uh, Martin, why do you say the same, why do you preach the same message every time? Every Sunday you preach the same thing. And he said, "Because you all walk in here like you don't believe it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what sermon are you preaching to
0: us, poetically today? The 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 sermon, uh, the word, right, um, that I have for us is from Wendell Berry. This beautiful, beautiful three-lined poem is, I think, particularly appropriate for. Uh, honoring the work of teachers okay it is entitled like snow suppose we did our work like the snow quietly quietly leaving nothing out
1: mr Wendell Berry.
0: mr Wendell Berry,
1: indeed so suppose we did do our work like the snow yeah Quietly is difficult for teachers. Ooh. Mm. It is. <laughs> I mean...
0: It is. We d- we
1: should speak.
0: Yeah. But there is a... There's a manner
1: of speaking that There could is be a
0: called. sound of snow. It's not yeah. silently. It's not... He doesn't say silently, right? Quietly. Quietly. Leaving nothing out.
1: That's the... That's the important part. Yeah. That's the... Um, The hard part. So this is our uh, annual uh, teacher appreciation show that corresponds in its publication with the National Teacher Appreciation Day, Mm -hmm. and uh, in good English teacher fashion, I understand you decided let's let's look at this uh, term appreciation what are we
0: yeah what are we talking about all right, so I don't have it in front of me, but the the as I recall I was so I, I dug into uh, etymology um, you know uh, my students certainly know about me that I uh, enjoy looking at etymologies right mm-hmm. um, who was it I think Emerson said every word was once a poem mmm okay mm. and i think frost said every word was once a glowing young metaphor hmm mm. right it's pretty beautiful so um i i think about those things when i when i think about words i i like to try to dig into and uncover the original sense um the uh the way that it was first how did it come into the world mm-hmm. right and um to appreciate, uh, well, we use it like we appreciate our teachers. Um, but you can instantly start thinking about other ways that word is used even today. Right. Uh, you might say economics. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Appreciation,
1: depreciation.
0: Exactly. A a house may appreciate in value. Mm -hmm. Um, or, uh, Oh, what else? Um, appreciate, um, Hmm. I'm not sure. I have another example.
1: What well, does the does the root have anything to do so, with?
0: So right. So um, precious and right. So current uh, usage aside, um, as we go back, right um, to uh, to odd, uh, appreciate something uh, is to estimate the value, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know what? It may, it may have uh, something in common with appraise. To appraise, yeah. Um, but it, in any event, um, appreciate is to estimate the value, or potentially uh, to add to the value, or it it has to do with valuation, right? Perhaps demonstrating the value of something. Yeah, yeah. It could. That's right. It could be demonstration. I think of that when knowledge. we say a teacher appreciation day, yeah, we're trying to demonstrate that this person is valuable. Yeah, that's right. We're <clears throat> right. Through gratitude, through small gifts, through right. whatever. Okay, that that is Make totally what we're trying to do. Special. Yeah, yeah, and there's which is a I think noble desire. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I I want to push a little beyond that and say uh, that rather than merely appreciating uh, teachers, uh, what we really ought to do is honor them, right? Not. Try to estimate their value, but rather mm, acknowledge that which is in them, which cannot be estimated in terms of value, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it is, I think, uh, honoring someone it is not saying, oh, look, you did this work. Good job on you. I know how much that's worth. But rather saying uh, you do more than i could know um it's and, it perhaps
1: to 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 borrow the phrase um uh, is is implying that the teacher's work is like snow yeah right that that when done best it's almost um it looks effortless mm-hmm. it it looks natural unhurried um you, I often hear, you know, that, that a teacher, that that thing that teachers do, is is they're, you're either born with it or you're not. I, mm. I, another conversation, and I'm not sure. certain that that's in the entire uh, uh, Scope, truth maybe. Yeah, right. of, of it. But we know what we mean when we say that sure. that a good, true teacher isn't being something they're not. Right. They are being the best of what they are. And that's worthy of honor. That's More right. More than just payment. Yes. Right? And, yes. I, and I think that that's, at least for me, something to to think about as we uh, enjoin our listeners and ourselves to consider how they might honor the teachers in their lives, whether it's teachers of them or their children. Right. Um, to, to recognize that all too often today, everything, everything in life mm-hmm. becomes a somewhat financial algorithm. Yeah. And, and, and appreciation even becomes, you know, um, wow, they give me a $5 gift. They just yeah. not think very much of me.
0: <laughs> right,
1: right. Wow, this is a $100 gift certificate. wow. Yeah. You know, um. That it's not the dollar amount, no. right? That, that, that there is a, a way, with or without the expenditure of money, mm-hmm. let's put that aside for a moment. Absolutely. There is a way to communicate to others that you honor them, mm-hmm. that you understand how valuable they are to the... To, and so a lot of it is ends, right? Yeah. What makes it valuable,
0: you know, what th- makes the work value? Or what, what makes the person. What makes
1: that teacher's right. work? Right. Similar to snow, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, hmm. n- necessary to our lives. Yeah. Because uh, they're not a. Teaching and a pedicure are different in their nature. Right. I'm That's not right. Saying pedicures are completely illegitimate.
0: No, sure. But, but yeah, they are.
1: Wrong superfluous to the absolute necessities of life. Right. Whereas teaching, without any of it in our lives, we are not
0: human. Right. That's right. Uh, that's right. Not. Yeah, that's right. We're not... So, so I think human is the right word there, right? We may be alive. T- teacher appreciation has to uh, uh, uh,
1: get above the notion of a tip.
0: Yes. A gratuity. Yes. Well, or, or even recompense.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Like, we know we you do not get paid, paid much money. Right. Here's
0: here's, here's, here's a stimulus more. check. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The uh, and uh, th- this comes out of a book that you and I have uh, been through uh, together uh, on on the podcast. Oh, podcast yeah. good, good old Joseph Peeper himself. Right. Um, in in chapter four, uh, Peeper uh, of of excuse me of leisure, the basis of culture. Um, Pieper uh, talks about uh, the distinction between an honorarium and a wage. Mm -hmm. And I think it is, let me just go ahead and, I try to not give a lot of imperatives, um, but let me just go ahead and give one here. Teachers, don't view your pay as a wage. View it as an honorarium. Hmm. Uh, I think it's better for you that way. <laughs> I think that's uh, more accurately what it is. Um, there are uh, those... Uh, well, the way that Peeper draws the line is is either through the liberal arts or the servile arts. Right. Right. So if you are performing the servile arts, then you are paid a wage. Okay? So... Um, you know Fair market value. Exactly, right. So uh, if you're um, delivering something or putting up fence or, um, I don't know, balancing the books or whatever it is. Working at a farm supply. Exactly, store. right. <laughs> Working at a farm supply store, organizing drill bits, as I often have. <laughs> um, then you are um, practicing the servile arts, that is the useful arts for uh, exchange of money. It, it's a business transaction.
1: You, your, your time and talent
0: yes. is being turned into treasure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so, then it is fitting that you're paid for that labor, and you are. You're paid wages. Yeah. Um, but what Pieper says is that um, those who practice the liberal arts, uh, the seven liberal arts, are not paid fair market value um, for their work. But rather, in the practice of the arts, um, they are honored with some amount of money. Right. Or or something. Yeah. Uh, and so that can come in a lot of uh, shapes and sizes and amounts and, and whatever. Uh, but I'm just saying that uh, to the extent... We ought to remember that, of course, we do perform some servile arts, right? Um, uh, Lunch duty would probably be one of those. Uh, But uh, there is, to an honorarium component of of all work, uh, says Peeper. And and I tend to agree with him. And I'm just going to notice that when I receive my paycheck, thinking this is an honorarium, I feel better. It's it's a it's a more um, uplifting experience.
1: Now you're 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 back into to Plato and his discussions for us of um, uh, uh, in particular. So let's talk about Socrates' trial for a moment. Okay, the apology. Yes. Okay. Do you remember his first defense when he sets out? his defense of his work. Right. So so let's set the scene for folks. Yeah. Socrates is on trial for doing what?
0: For dishonoring the gods and corrupting the youth. Dishonoring the gods, corrupting the youth by by his philosophy and theology? And
1: and and asking questions. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sure. no no, but I mean it's
0: all philosophy. Right.
1: Theology right. is his demeanor, his behavior. Right. As a teacher. Mhm. ...has been called into question as being heretical... Right. ...blasphemous, <clears throat> and and he is, um, if, if found guilty, going to be given the choice of drinking the hemlock, committing suicide, or being banished from Athens for life. Right. And we know he was found guilty and was given the choice, and he could not face the horrors of being alive and not being a, an Athenian, mm. so he had a lengthy conversation... With Credo and others, with 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 his friends who yeah. who were there with him as as he hefted the weight of that goblet and at some point drank it mm. willingly. Um, one might say philosophically, mm-hmm. but his first, he is allowed to defend his right position to mm-hmm. give his apology. That's right in its correct form. Yes, his defense defense. And his first argument is, I have never been paid
0: for what I teach. <laughs> right. Right. I remember that he says, um, yes, my apolog... I remember the part where he says, uh, for what I have done, you ought to give me uh, some <laughs> quite a bit of money, right? right. Like, uh, well, no, per year, and uh, food in the pantry and all this
1: stuff, right? The, the, the background to that is his lifelong enemies are the sophists.
0: Yes, who right? are paid. Who who do what they do for pay.
1: Yes. Not they get paid for doing something they really love, and so it's like an honorarium. Right. No, we 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 work out the deal up front. Yes. And when we're happy with what we're going to get paid, yeah. then we deliver to you the goods.
0: Yeah. The original pay Which we're supposed to be. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right.
1: Right. And and what were they trying to deliver? What The, the liberal arts. Yeah. But for an entirely different motive. Mm-hmm. For personal gain, Mm -hmm. and to not provide someone with a free life, but to provide someone with the power Mm -hmm. of the knowledge they had, the techniques they had. Um, And and, and so throughout, you see Socrates slash Plato and their buddy Aristotle regularly pushing back against sophistry.
0: Mm -hmm, Right? mm
1: -hmm. And so he I'm not a sophist. Right. What I have done, and, and, he, and he makes distinction in the distinction, to me, this is where we get to, to teacher honorification. Honor, yeah, right. Honoration. Appre- appreciation. <laughs> sure. Is, um, so Socrates states very clearly, when you start paying for education, and he reminds us, education is the cultivation of virtue. Yes. Which is kind of a big deal around this podcast. Yes. If you're attempting to cultivate virtue in someone else and you're getting paid to do that, it's rarely honest. You want the paycheck so you figure out how to manipulate yeah. virtue in someone else mm. as opposed to the cultivation or the catching of the, the, the transfer of <sighs> virtue through a relationship of love. In the end of the day, it's not a relationship of love. It's a... Right. I, I okay. I've put my two hours in. That's the end of our session. Right. Did your dad include a check today? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we do pay pay, pay PayPal. Right. Um, and and so it, it struck me as we were thinking about this stuff, and you you brought up the 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 honoring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this this is an old discussion. I I never forget one of my seniors for their senior thesis wanted to their their thesis was teachers should not be paid okay. because she had read Socrates. <laughs> okay. And uh, at that time, we assigned students to teachers. Uh, the teacher was a uh,
0: kind of paid
1: a... to be their advisor. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the particular lady, when she found out what the thing said, I don't want to advise this. <laughs> it's just, yeah. interestingly enough, and I won't get into all of her thoughts. But but when she did arrive at the defense of her uh, thesis at the end of the year, yeah, she actually wound up arguing against it.
0: Oh, against uh, that is for teacher pay. For
1: teacher pay, huh. and her basic thesis had morphed into we need teachers too much to depend on just altruistic ones. Being <laughs> you know, if I had to depend
0: on just we gotta teachers, grease the skids a little <laughs> bit here, <laughs> this or this thing's never gonna works. get on the get
1: off the ground. <laughs> Money's too important around here. We gotta we gotta use it to get what we want. We want some good teachers and. In fact, maybe we should pay teachers better (laughs) Um. because then I might have better teachers. (laughs) What's her basic drift? Wow. but I I don't know. Maybe I've just thrown a wrench into the whole thing. No, I I, I think that's there. What a teacher is and what we honor in them. I guess if what we honor in teaching is this is making my kid have a higher earning potential, Mm -hmm. then it is a... A business transaction.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if I would use the word honor there. I think I would use the word uh, appreciate, literally. If that's what we're appreciating in the teacher is, um, like, uh, sort of input-output sort of thing, right? Where yeah, go to this teacher. And then, short of
1: bribery, but it but well, it starts to feel almost like yeah. If we paid you more, could you make our kid better? Right. Right, and that's, right. I think part of Socrates' point is that you can't. Money doesn't work that in this realm. Yeah, and and we know that because we've had teachers who got paid tremendous amounts of money, fall short, and 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 some others who maybe were nobodies in the financial world of teaching. hmm But but we know that teaching ability isn't put your dollar in and get a dollar's worth of teaching out.
0: no 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 that's in right f- in fact
1: it can it can mess the whole thing up it that's can, right it can make for laziness it can make for a lot of things that
0: right it may, this makes me think about no, the no, way that, that I, starving the teachers the best no 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 that. that's Don't yeah want that to be what we got down to demerits will continue until morale improves um <laughs> the uh this makes me think of the way that i um How I do, like, uh, ACT, SAT tutoring, right? Right. I get paid money, like, way better money per hour doing that than teaching, right? And uh, if somebody – I draw a pretty firm line in that tutoring, and I'm always, always, always um, quick to say and remind both the student and the teacher – uh, excuse me, the student and the parent. Parent. That, the customer. Exactly. The customers. <laughs> that what I'm doing here is not teaching. It is tutoring. It is coaching is typically the word that I like to use even more than tutoring. Yeah. Um, and I'm good at it. So you should pay me if you want the results of my coaching uh, If if it works for your financial situation right. and whatever, right? But let's – I – am not teaching your child in this, right? I am coaching him how to beat this one particular test uh, and I there's a lot of information that can be crammed uh, pretty efficiently but I don't think that um, teaching is the transmission of information Right, and I think that teaching is very inefficient, much to the chagrin, I'm sure, yeah. of all of the uh, business leaders who have a hankering for fixing the educational system, okay? Right. Right. Uh, no doubt there are a great many problems in the educational system, uh, so many, in fact, that you and I have decided we want to talk about it every once in right, a while, right? right? right. Um, but we want to uh, focus on solutions And, um, I, be careful what you call waste, I guess is what I'm going to say in terms of teaching. There's a lot of times and, and, and typically it often is time Mm -hmm. that looks like, um, time wasted to someone who is focused on information delivery, but I'm not. And so, uh, there is uh, wisdom or virtue, uh, God willing, being developed, uh, being cultivated uh, in that time. Right.
1: Right. right well, so back to Peeper. Right? Yeah. That, that at the heart of this is contemplation. At the heart of this is the quietness of the snow. Yeah. At the heart of this is, is, is a, an environment. What the teacher is attempting to do is in many cases today subtract things. Mm. rather than add things. Mm. Trying Mm. to teach a child to subtract all the distractions and all of the attention (sighs) deficits that they've been programmed into Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and get them to have sustained, rational discourse with an author or with a fellow classmate or or, or with the teacher in the classroom. And um, yeah, we dishonor teachers when we start trying to measure them with a ruler that doesn't measure teaching. That's right. So so that's a big deal on our podcast, is what is the nature of education, this, this cultivation of wisdom and virtue, is much different than how many factoids have you packed into the brain today. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it's interesting, the Internet has brought this out some, not that this is another episode on technology in the classroom, but 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 the use of the Internet and the fact that my students... Have way more information available to them at this present moment. Oh goodness, yeah. Right? But you can you can Google things so much faster than you can find them in a textbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's it's so much more readily available than a teacher. Right? Yep. That if you define education these days as information acquisition Everyone's educated right now. I mean I know we're longer swimming in need stuff. to pass tests, I've got Google. Yeah. And it's interesting to me how often my students want to have this argument, right? Because some folks still define education along these lines of testable knowledge. Yeah. And um, that's just not... It, it never has been where it was at. Right. We defined it that way for a while, I think, for the efficiency experts and for the desire to be able to put a number to our students mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. All stuff that we've already talked about. But when we go to honor teachers, let's honor them for what they're supposed to be doing well. Right. Which is being someone, and in that being, inviting the students into that mode of being. Right. The mode of a questioner. The mode of a thinker. The mode of a worshiper. Yes. The mode of, of, a, of a
0: reader and writer and so right. on. Well, it's, um, to, to go back to Peeper, it's, it's to be part of the cult Yes. To be part of the culture.
1: Yes. Right? Yes.
0: We are enculturating. Right. right. Um, and yeah, I I think well, so think mm-hmm. of another time when when
1: uh, in our nation's past, a group of people did not feel honored for their gender. Okay. And the women's movement began. If you go look at that, mm-hmm. yes there was uh, some of them wanted to go out and be able to earn wages yeah, and work for equal pay. Sure, but a lot of that was was the second or third wave of feminism in America. The first main wave of, if you, if you go look at what they wanted, mm-hmm. they wanted the vote. Yeah, right? they wanted a voice in right. in their government of, of and, and, and that makes sense. But they they mention often an equal seat at the cult, an equal seat in culture. Why is it that a lady's got to change her name to George Eliot? Right to to get Middlemarch published. Yeah. Cuz women weren't welcome, right? Right. Um why is it the vast majority of painters, thinkers, musicians, etc., yep. of their era were men because mm-hmm. the women were not welcome. Mhm. They were not honored as a as a vibrant member of the culture. The culture. And yep. that's what they wanted. Yep. And that was what was honoring to them. And I and it's interesting that um you know, you've heard it, I've heard it well, if you can't do anything else, teach. Sure, those who can't
0: do teach. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that that very dishonoring. Oh, sure. Abusive notion um, that it's just sort of a dead end job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. If you measure a job financially, the earning power of a teacher is not that of a Wall Street. Whatever exactly. they are these days. Yeah, sure. Um, An engineer. Yeah, yeah, sure. A doctor, etc. Yeah, but. Um, but maybe there's another motive other than just its earning power. Yeah. In, in fact, I think one of the purifying elements of education mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is, and, and, and it's interesting, you start with Wendell Berry, right? I heard him speak one time, and he was speaking at an educational conference, but he's not. he doesn't claim to be an educator. He really he comments on education from time to time. He's taught at a sure. collegiate level. Uh, but he said, if I'm at a... The educational conference. I got to say something about education. So here's my three minutes on education. And his main point was, uh, it needs to be a whole lot more local. Okay. Right. The the the, the decision making shouldn't be way off somewhere that is completely ignorant. Right. Of the people being affected by the decisions.
0: Like ten miles away is that? That's way off. That's right? way. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 No, it
1: needs to be very very local. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And and then the the hush that came across this and this is a pretty. I mean, we're honoring him. He's at. Yeah. He's at. The conference to be honored for a lifetime of supporting classical education. Yeah. Uh, and, and his next words brought this real hush because <laughs> he says, The other thing I think it needs to get a lot more of is, is poor. It needs to get a lot poorer. Wow. And he didn't explain it. <laughs> He went right off into his acceptance speech, which was a series of little short stories that he had written. Right. Um, <coughs> uh, so the conversation afterwards.
0: Right. What?
1: Right. Because because if anything, people think that there's not enough money in education, right? That it needs to be honored more, it needs to be paid more, it needs it needs more cash. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and I don't pretend to know exactly what he meant, but I I. I have slowly come... If if what he means by that is that we continue to try and solve educational problems with cash... Right. I think I agree with it Because there's a false notion that if we just give it more, mm. it'll somehow do better. And um, that isn't... That's rarely the case, right. frankly.
0: Well, I, I wonder if it has to do something with this idea of... Um, you know... Uh, how can I say it? There are those moments where you can convince yourself. Let, let's, let's move to the realm of sort of theology uh, for a second so that I can flesh this point out and then transfer it back. Um, there are those moments where you sort of can convince yourself that you're actually a pretty good person, mm-hmm. right? And maybe not convince yourself, But at least walk around like it, right? At least somewhat comparatively. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: But Hitler seems. Then yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's really the punching bag, um, as as he should be. Um, But then there are those other moments when you do something beyond boneheaded, right? I mean, sinful, bad, and you. See then your own um shortcomings, your own failings. And you don't even have the option of acting like uh you're actually a decent guy. I wonder if education got a lot poorer, we wouldn't even have the option of acting like we're being paid wages. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm like this is so not commensurate with what it's not ne- it's not necessarily the the payment to in the hand of the teacher monthly that's not what mm-hmm. i'm saying but if um if the school uh worked with very very little money then we would not even have the option of acting like what we're doing here can be measured in terms of money. Yeah. Right. Isn't, that, isn't that the danger of money in education? Is that uh, you act if there's enough money put in to education, then we can convince ourselves that just a little bit more and things will be as they should be.
1: Mm-hmm, right.
0: When what we should say, because this is what is true is, this stuff doesn't work here. The, the money doesn't do, this yeah, isn't, we're no. using the wrong kind of stuff to try to measure this. We're, we're back to the apologia. Yeah, exactly. Because he gets
1: into a whole discussion exactly. of what money can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And his first defense, you haven't paid me in money for my teaching of virtue. Right. <clears throat> he then feels compelled to go into this kind of whole economics lesson mm. about, what money can and can't do, mm-hmm. and it can't do everything. Yeah, as a as a as an ontological thing, it has a a nature, right? That is as limited as the nature of anything else. Yes, money is good as itself. Right, it can certainly be put towards evil ends or good ends. Right, and it should be put towards good and not towards evil. Of course, but it. Can't do it all good exactly right. It's got a place right, and 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 I think that um, uh, to to my former students' point, um, we need teachers, mm-hmm. and in a in in a market capitalist society as we have, mm-hmm. they've got to eat and live in a house and, yep. and so on, and so uh, we have to find a way to trade. To barter, the expertise and the the life that they have to share with our students mm-hmm. in exchange for that which they need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I think that's at the heart of what we're discussing today. Right. Is it's not just as simple as well. So how many bucks is that? Yeah. Right. That you can pay teachers pretty well, mm-hmm. and still not honor them.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: They can, in fact, get to to go back to theology for a moment. The difference between a shepherd and a hireling. Yeah. Right. Yep. The shepherd loves the sheep. Yes. And that's the teacher you want.
0: Exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. The hireling. Make sure the gate's closed, but you know the sheep get a little unruly, and the and the rod comes out. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's right. And I'm just getting paid to keep you people here. Yeah. And 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 I think that makes sense. it's an interesting metaphor or not it's an intended metaphor, but mm-hmm. Jesus' part about the role of, of himself and the apostles and pastors of yep. you know, sheep herders, uh, yeah. uh, 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 that, that that the correct mentality is that one of, I'm not doing this just for Friday and right. the paycheck. Right. I'm doing this for you. Yep. And me, mm-hmm. right? Because I think the best teaching has a little bit of a I could do no else to it. Yeah. An, an, an internal motivation of this is what I love, this is what I'm passionate about.
0: Yeah. I think that's right. I I think that's right. The, um, I, so, so, uh, Thoreau keeps coming to my mind, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. In, in this conversation. Um, because uh and in particular his his notion of um of politics um you know he where he says um he says something about well, I'm not going to be able to just rip it off here but but he's in um at the end of uh civil resistance uh to the government I think is what it's called um, he talks about how uh daniel webster is a, a a great constitutionalist um but he is unwilling to think about how the world should be outside of the constitution he's not a leader he's a follower he mm-hmm. follows the mm-hmm. constitution right mm-hmm. um and, and he says, um, consistency is the lawyer's truth, or at least a, a consistent expediency. In so the lawyer's truth, that is Daniel Webster's truth, is not truth, but constancy. Um, and I think about that uh, because where, where he goes from there is to say, um, we don't have many good Politicians. Well, (laughs) he makes a much stronger claim than that, actually. (laughs) But but, um, we don't. We have not had a good politician because uh, politicians assume uh, the system. They can't account for, or they, they can't imagine a world where their system that they're inhabiting doesn't exist the way that it is now. Yeah. And so they're unwilling to follow truth to its furthest reaches. Mm. Um, And I think that um, as I am a teacher and as I am um, exhorting uh, you and other teachers, um, I think that's what I want for us, to be willing to uh, acknowledge what is good about the system that we're in, uh, but also not be bound by it Mm. and... The wages that it pays. Yeah, back to your your initial statement. Don't look at the paycheck. Right. As a paycheck. Right. Be be willing to uh, follow truth in teaching, uh, however that ends up looking, and if that means doing something different than what you have done, then that's okay. That's yeah. prob- that's good, right? Yeah. Follow truth, and. Um, when insofar as you do that you are deserving of honor yep yeah, yep yeah,
1: yeah 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 my dad used to get on my case because I read all the time
0: <laughs>
1: you need to get out there and get a get a marketable skill and do, you know do something yeah and it was uh, my second year of teaching they came to visit they lived in Kansas I was out in Baltimore teaching and we were spending some time together and and uh, it, it must have been. Maybe it wasn't this many times, but it feels like two dozen times in my from, from zero to eighteen. My father had said to me, "You know, you you, you don't get paid for reading." Right. right. And so I kind of, uh, as as a twenty-something-year-old's gonna do, <laughs> kind of twisted my mouth a little bit. And said, yeah. "Dad, they pay me <laughs> to read." <laughs> And yet, it communicated my feeling. Yeah. You know, I, get, I, I get paid to do this. Yeah. Um, and it's good that I do. It allows me to f- focus on that. Right. right? Um, but I would, I think, work another job if that's what was necessary. It would, it, it would, I wouldn't be as good a teacher if I had to support myself, my hobby of teaching. Right. Outside of... I've had that experience, right? I've, I've been in a school where they paid me more to clean the school...
0: The, the Wow, teach wow. <coughs> um, <coughs> um, that's
1: wild yeah but again one's a market value thing. yeah, sure I'm competing with other cleaners right for a contract right The other is and, and I get it, especially I've been in private education so it's it, it, there's all this money that's being coercively taken mm-hmm. from the taxpayer yes to support a free education system, right? free with scare quotes yeah, yes yeah um and then on top of that some parents choose to pay, pay. more money right intuition to a private school right uh it's interesting in our conversation we haven't mentioned this yet but it's been in my head you know the cheapest route mm-hmm. in money yeah for an education these days seems in many ways to quote unquote be the most effective Pound okay. for pound, homeschooling is producing some of the better oh, yeah. education, educated hmm. students in America today, especially if you're working off of our definition of wisdom and virtue. Yeah, no doubt. Right? No doubt. Uh, they may not have the, 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 the shiny labs and all the cool stuff. Sure. Uh, they don't have the football team and that sort of thing, but yeah. but if what you're but we're talking about education. Yeah, if you're measuring education as wisdom and virtue, homeschooling, for the cheapest price. Yeah. And I know it's because the trade-off is the time and talent of the parents rather than them paying for somebody else's time and talent. But, That's right. But, but still, the honor's there. That mm-hmm. parents still are the best teachers of their kids. Mm. And and it's been proven that the fir- this is Barry's first point— the further removed from parents the educational decision making is, the the less good it is. Yeah. And and that might mean that for parents who can't do the homeschooling thing and are paying the tuition or are just dealing with what their taxes are paid for, yeah. they still gotta be involved. That's right. And that and, and and that's part of that honoring. I mean frankly, what I want more than anything else as a teacher is supportive parents.
0: Yes. Not well that. no I let let me say you're wrong. You don't want supportive parents. You want to support parents. Okay. Right? Right. You want, in you, the thing, want in, you work in loco parentis, yes. right? In the place of the parent. And so I know what you mean and I hear you and I agree with you. No, I appreciate but, your distinction. But I'm trying to like articulate it even more you precisely. Can't, you can't pass your parenting off to me. Exactly. Right. I'm I'm here, I'm gonna help, but it's still your child. He's and it's still really your child. Really awesome if,
1: if, they and I are rowing the boat in the same direction.
0: Yes, exactly. Like when, um, when the parent is uh, doing the work, the I don't, I'm not even sure I want to reduce it to work, fulfilling the office of mm. parent. There you go. Then, when I step into that office momentarily right right during the school day the child's like okay i know how this goes right and we all we both understand well we all of us understand um i'm just helping out here uh and it's fantastic yeah right yeah um and so yeah like i that that is my desire to to support parents in the education of their children, um, and so if they send me, uh, or rather, if if the parents send their child to a school where I am to do that, great, hey, awesome. Uh, if it's on this podcast, then awesome too, right? right. Um, we want to, we want to support um, parents in the cultivation of wisdom and virtue in their children, and and. It's only when, like you say, the parent is removed from that role or, or it gets increasingly uh, further away, yeah, yeah, distanced, that the roles become unclear, right?
1: And above all else, the child becomes confused. Mm-hmm. And then,
0: it must be said, entitled,
1: right? Well, I mean, a number of things can happen in that sure. confusion. Sure. Entitlement is certainly one of them. Right. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other things that are... Are are youth today are dealing with? That's true. Because the the, the, the disformation of education mm-hmm. isn't a money issue. It's it's a it's a, a a role issue, and I and I think that that's a that's what Barry's talking about. It needs to get local,
0: mm-hmm.
1: really local. <laughs>
0: yeah, right,
1: right. And and I I do believe that if parents, I, I'm shocked at how many parents are surprised after the fact by what their children are being taught in school. Mm-hmm. One of the most fundamental mm-hmm. aspects of asking a school, allowing a school to teach my children, is that I'm I'm already convinced this is a good thing. Right. Through knowledge. Right. Not through uh, pie in the sky. Yeah. Kind of, I'm assuming they want the best. I, I need to assure myself. Right. Uh, so, good talk. As always, I hope uh, hope you appreciate me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Very good. Appreciation, honor, uh, whatever we say. Um, support. I think is the way is the is what I'm walking away uh, with this uh, from this conversation with. Right. So, the, it, it, the notion of supporting uh, the parent. Uh, that is our our proper mm, vocation. Yep.
1: Give certificates to good local bookstores <laughs>
0: yes please they're always appreciated
1: <laughs> very much so
0: <laughs> very much so